0: Hey everybody, and welcome to our bonus episode for October, yeah, this is going to be the bonus episode for October of, what's the podcast called again? Kinda Creepy. Kinda Creepy, and we have our host, or my co-host Tyler, on the bonus episode here for the first time ever, well... Not for not for him, but for you guys. Uh, we mentioned this before. Uh, I think t- Michael was on the last one. We did Little Comic Shop of Horrors. And I think we mentioned then how we recorded Trapped in Batwing Hall originally with him and you together. Yeah. And it just didn't go very well. So I re-recorded that one with, with Rebecca. Yeah. And <laughs> then Michael got his own, and now you're getting your own. Yay! How you feel, Tyler? I
1: feel super excited, man. Are you ready to read?
0: Well, you won't be reading, but... I don't know how to read. (laughs) Hi, my name is Tyler. I'm twenty-fucking-seven?
1: Yeah. Really? Did I get right? Yeah. I'm I'm turning 28 this month. I'm uh, 27, and I don't know how to fucking read. (laughs) I don't know what to do. never learned how to read. (laughs) How do you read? How do you do things? (laughs) So,
0: because there wasn't a specific one that anyone suggested, uh, like, I know Rebecca wants a certain one to do, and she suggested the one for Michael last, last month, not week. Um... I had Tyler pick a random number, and that's the book that we're doing. So, today's book is uh, Give Yourself Goosebumps. It's the Choose Your Own Adventure, The Creepy Creations of Professor Shock. Oh boy, I've never read this. Yeah, you've never read any of these, did you?
1: None of them. None of them? So this is going to be interesting.
0: Alright, real quick, let's get into some info on it. Um, Obviously, by R.L. Stein. this was uh, released in February of 1997, it has 135 pages and 21 endings. I'm gonna get every single one of those endings somehow or another. Well, you get three you get three lives. So this is the greatest this is the best time to get uh, into the rules. You get three lives. Um, after you get an ending, if you think, oh, that's a pretty good ending, we can leave it at that or if it's a bad ending or whatever, you can be like, let's go on to the next life and you'll get you get, let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight... You get nine save slots. And uh, every time you die, you'll get to choose which save slot you can go back to. So, depending on what you go back to, it can change the entire reality of the book. Dang. And that is that is a fact, and we have explored that before, but usually in these books, they'll give you, like, you know, two two, two, pa- two paths to take, yeah. yeah. And you'll think, oh, shit, if I choose, like... Uh, okay, I died choosing this path. So if I choose that path, maybe like a similar thing will happen. No, a completely different thing usually happens. The reality of the world actually just warps all altogether. Oh, like say, shit. say you choose one path. Oh, there's a key in the box, and that was the path. Well, if you end up going back, say you choose a different path. Now instead of a key in the box, there's like a bouncy ball or what the fuck ever. That's how. That's what it <laughs> does. It'll fuck you up. And Arlstein likes to do this thing where. If you don't choose the correct path, like if you're like, oh, I'm just going to play it safe, he'll be like, fucking pussy, and send you back. (laughs) Like, not even lying. That's just what he likes to do. Um, All right. Not
1: in those words, but. Sometimes in
0: those words. Okay. All right. I agree. Okay. Actually, let's go ahead and read the back first. This is kind of like a little blurb or spoiler. You'll get some kind of insight. into it okay the back of this book reads he's into heavy metal really heavy metal you and your friends decide to check out a a new part of town that's when you notice an old house with a sign that says beware danger on one side and please come in on the other of course you decide to go in and see what's up the old man who lives there tells you he's looking for help cleaning out his garage and you find a secret room inside there's a robot and mirrors and all kinds of great stuff if you look in the mirrors, you'll find yourself in a place where everything is backwards. If you turn on the robot, you'll be w- you'll be walking in a metal wonderland. Can you get back before you become a pile of nuts and bolts? The choice is yours. So, that's your insight. Are we ready to get into this book for realsies? Let's do it, man. Let's start with page 1. <laughs> Schools out! You yell gleefully. Leaning on the handlebars of your bicycle, you gaze at your best friends, Jason and Stacy. We should. What should we do? Ferb, what should we do today? <laughs> what should we do today? Jason and Stacy are twins. Both have blonde hair and blue eyes, but that's about the only way they're alike. Let's ride around the park, Jason suggests. Boring, Stacy responds. Let's go someplace new. As always, you make the decision. We'll go that way, you say, pointing north out of the park. You race up the wide boulevard on your bicycle. Soon, you're in a part of town you've never seen before. I heard this was the oldest part of the city, Jason says. Some of the houses go back to pioneer days. That one looks like it goes back to the dinosaurs, you joke. <laughs> oh, you're such a funny joke, <laughs> You point at a high, crumbling brick wall. All you can see of, uh, all you can see of the house uh, behind it is a rotting roof. A sign at the front gate says, please come in, you turn to your friends, let's check it out, you suggest. You turn back to the gate and stop, in shock, because the sign now says, danger, turn to page two. You rub your eyes, did you read the sign correctly, then you see that it's loose, it turns slowly in the wind, back to the side that says, please come in. "'Let's go in!' Stacy says excitedly. "'Are you nuts?' Jason cries. "'The sign says DANGER!' "'As usually, you decide. "'I want to see what's inside,' you declare. "'The rusty gate is open a crack. "'You push it all the way open and enter. "'You find yourself in a weedy yard "'with grass as high as your knees. "'Below the lawn stands a huge old three-story house. "'Paint peels from every wall. "'The porch sags. "'Several of the windows are boarded up. "'It looks haunted!' Jason says nervously. Stacy rolls her eyes. There's no such thing. She responds. But I'll bet no one's lived here for a long time. You step into the sagging porch and peer in the front window. It's so dirty you can't see anything outside. Then, a strong, bony hand clamps around your wrist. Go to page three. Your heart thuds. A fierce-looking old man is holding your wrist. He's totally bald. Ew! (laughs) Uh, he's, like the, he's like the villains in Bobo 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 Bobo, that one anime that nobody watched. <laughs>
1: but we made a cover
0: of that song for the intro. No, I, I actually own like every episode on Blu-ray when it came out last year. So uh, it, it's a great, it's a great anime. It's really fucking weird. Go check it out. Anyway. Give it a chance. Give it a chance. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, a bushy white beard hangs down to his chest. His dark eyes squint back behind thick glasses. It's about time you've got here. I've been waiting all morning. I'm Professor Shock. The old man says, Are you ready to start work? What do you mean? You demand, pulling away from him. Professor Shock frowns. Aren't you from Acme Cleanup? Acme, that's funny. <laughs> no, Stacy tells him. We were riding around and saw your gate was open. Oh, Professor Shock. Then get the fuck out of here, you dumbass kids. He seems disappointed. The people from Acme were supposed to clean my garage, he explains. But they didn't show up. Why don't I hire you kids? It's not hard work, and I'll pay you fifty dollars, like a piece or all together. Because, like, that makes a difference.
1: Yeah, if it's fifty bucks together, like, yeah, how, I you, how you can't how you can even split pl- that three ways? Can you? Uh, can you split that three ways? No, I don't. I don't think so. No. Okay. There's uh, a lot of like extra numbers out. There's a lot of extra decimals. numbers. There's a there's
0: like fifty thousand decimals. <laughs> you glance at the twins. That's a lot of money. Jason nods eagerly. Sure, we'll be glad to. Wonderful, Professor Shock replies. Right this way. You follow the old man to the backyard. Then you see the garage, and you wonder if you've made a big mistake. Turn to page four. The garage is as big as a barn and packed with junk. Moldy old furniture, rotting cardboard boxes, piles of rags. A large rusted out car, and that's just in the front part. You want us to clean this out? Stacy asks. It'll be easy, Professor Shock says cheerfully. Uh, He hands you brooms and trash bags. I'll check back later. Oh, one thing, he adds. Whatever you do, don't go in the back room. He points to a partially open green door in the back of the garage. But, Stacy cries, too late. He's gone. You and your friends gaze at the incredible mass of junk. Is the money really worth it? Let's get started, you say with a sigh. You find a wheelbarrow and load piles of old newspapers onto it. Stacy pushes a broom in the back of the garage. Jason carries boxes to the front. Oh no, Stacy suddenly calls. My ring slipped off my finger, and it rolled right into the back room. How will everybody know I'm so kawaii now? Because it was a big anime ring. It's one of those gaudy- look- Never mind. Oh my god. Turn- follow um, the ring to page 33.
1: Well, just- Just- What the fuck? Like- it so happened to roll that way. How
0: do you just lose a ring?
1: Oops. Boop. Tossed it in there. Just
0: <laughs> Yeah, really. It was
1: partially open, so it was like nothing. I've never it.
0: lost a ring that was on my finger.
1: I get nervous when I go over uh, drains. Like, sewer drains? No, yeah, totally. Absolutely. But it's, it's because, like, I'm afraid that my pockets, like, some something will work its way up to the su- top. And go, FREEDOM! And, and just jump! Yeah, like, I was scared my keys were gonna fall out of my pocket. Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: oh, damn. Oh, shit. You and Jason hurry to the back of the garage. You glance towards the front. No sign of Professor Shock. Come on, you say. Let's find that ring. But when you step through the green door, you forget all about Stacey's ring. The room is packed with electronic gadgets and toys. Every shelf and table holds a cool-looking machine. Lights flash. Circuits buzz. Vibrators vibrate. A blackboard <laughs> is covered with mathematical formulas. The walls, the walls are plastered with diagrams of machines. I bet Professor Shock is an inventor, Stacy exclaims. This must be his workshop. What do all these things do, Jason wonders? You're studying two huge switches on the back wall. One's red. One's white. From the red switch, a red wire leads... Say red one more time. To the back of an eight-foot-tall copper robot. Copper on the front, he looks silver. He looks like... Like titanium or... Yeah. Whatever. Copper robot. A white cable from the white switch leads to a high-tech pinball machine. Ooh. Is it the Adams Family one? Because that, that one's the fucking best, my dude. I love that one. Dude, the I... Ghostbusters one? Ooh. I was... Drawing a blank on that. <laughs> it's... Dude, there's a there's a place in Florence that um, they have just a room full of pinball machines so you can put a quarter in and play pinball. And, and we had the time of our lives there a couple years back. And now we have a VR game that's pinball as well.
1: Dude, okay, so uh, it's amazing. The old stuff, like vintage stuff, mm-hmm. is super... It's still fun to a certain group. Oh See, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like you are just playing pinball. Like but you can get absorbed into it. Like pinball's for fun, hours man. If you just don't think about it. And that's what We used to play on the old computer. Me and my brother would play a game. Dude, that
0: Space Cadet pinball? Hell fucking yeah. I had that on our first computer.
1: That's what we would always play, but also, like, we didn't have, like, the internet. So, it was just, like, something that came on it. We had, like, dial-up internet or whatever when I was a
0: kid. Jesus Christ, Yeah, really. That's, like,
1: the stuff of... night. That's, like, a noise that you never want to hear. Like, if Siren had made that noise, bro. (laughs) No,
0: yeah, that would instill so much fear into me. It's so jarring, you know? Um, But... Like, my mom... I would get home from school, and my mom would be, like, a couple hours before she got home from work, and so I would just be on the computer playing fucking pinball all day, like, for hours... Like I love that thing so much. Cuz it's
1: it's such a simple idea but it's super interesting at the same time. I so think the like...
0: thing that gets me especially with the old types of pinball machines is there's so much going on that it just draws you in like have you ever played those as, older as ones as a
1: kid? Attention. Well no,
0: like even right now there's just so much going on like you hit a certain thing and things will move and switch back and forth. <laughs> yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's awesome. I love pinball. I love it. Where was I? Uh Okay, it looks
1: like a
0: uh, high-tech pinball machine. It looks like the coolest game you've ever seen. You already know you're going to pull one of the switches. The only question is, which one? Alright, pull the red switch to the robot on page 35, or try the white switch to the pinball machine on page 15. And here's where we have our first safe state. Uh, Go ahead and make your choice.
1: Uh, let's pull the white switch. You're going know, to pull the white switch on the yeah. pinball machine? Yeah, because it right. sounds cool. Alright, we're going to page 15 then. I feel like the robot would pull some iRobot-type shit. Like, one robot just ruins everything. Okay, it would be more like Terminator. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> you decide to try the white switch. You love pinball! Who wants to challenge
0: the pinball wizard, you call and flip the switch? Nothing happens. The machine doesn't light up. There is no noise. No flashing lights. No ka Nothing. I don't believe it, you grumble, smacking the machine. You're about to hit it again when you... Damn, vicious. You're about to hit it again when you see the mo... The, uh, movement out of the corner of your eye the green door, it's opening Professor Shock, you can't let him find you here back here, Stacy whispers she pulls you and Jason behind the pinball machine that's not gonna hide you if you've ever seen an actual pinball yeah, machine yeah,
1: it's not gonna work, but okay alright, whatever
0: um, you squeeze in between the machine and an old dusty mirror laying against the wall your elbow knocks against the mirror suddenly, lights begin to flash sirens go off The mirror begins to vibrate. Horrified, you run your hands over the mirror's frame. How can you turn the thing off? But soon, you stop worrying about that. You've got bigger problems. A weird, invisible force is sucking you into the mirror. Turn to page 63. Oh, jeez. Wind roars past your ears. It's as if you're caught in a tornado. You can't see your legs anymore. They're inside the mirror. You grab the frame and hang on. Invisible forces rip at your fingers, trying to pry them loose. Stacy! Jason! You scream. Help me! But your friends are screaming too. They're being pulled into the mirror with you. You're inside as far as your neck now. Then a wrinkled face appears. Framed by the back, framed by the back legs of the pinball machine, it's Professor Shock. He peers at you. Help us! You shout. I can't! He screams. I told you to stay away! There's no... There's no way out of there unless you find the your hands lose their grip and the professor vanishes. It says pop, so I think I made that sound effect pretty well. Oh, you L- did. Let the wind blow you to page 32. Find the what? you shout, but it's too late. The professor is gone. The rolling or the roaring winds stop. You land sprawl sprawling on a slick hard floor. The twins plop down beside you. What happened? Jason cries, Where are we? You gaze around. the room you're in has no windows or door no doors or windows. The only decorations on the gray walls are two built-in mirrors. We came through the mirror you say so you came through the mirror. We came through the mirror you say slowly there we go. that's a better take. You're trying to stay calm. That's impossible Stacy objects. look around, you order there's no other way in. And no way out, Jason wails. The three of you stare at each other. Impossible. Impossible as it seems, you're inside the mirror, and now you're trapped. Flip to page 59. Here we go. Jason jumps. Help! I want out! Hold on, you call. Don't panic. There's got to be a way out, Stacy declares. You stare at the mirrors. An idea is forming in your mind. If we came in through the mirror, maybe that's the way out, too. Maybe we can escape through one of these mirrors. But which one, Jason demands. You study the two mirrors. The one on your right seems ordinary. It reflects you and the twins. The one on your left is a different story. In fact, you wonder if there's a hidden movie projector in the room, because the mirror shows a peaceful country meadow full of grazing cows. Which mirror will you try? Do you choose the one with the country scene? Turn to page 47. Will you pick the one that reflects you and the twins? Go to page 123. What are you thinking, my dude? That's your other safe spot, by the way. Let's go to the countryside. Countryside? So page 47 it is. I probably would have picked that one, too. You're fascinated by the mirror showing the country scene. Let's try this one, you say. If we don't like what we find, we can always come back. The twins agree. Trying not to feel silly, you poke your left foot at the glass. Hey! It goes right through. The glass feels rubbery. It's like walking through a bowl of jello. Your arms and legs tingle, and then you're on the other side. You glance around. You're in a flower-dotted field. Jason and Stacy are beside you. Warm sun pours down. Birds are singing. In the distance, cows munch on grass. But there's something wrong with the whole scene. The grass. It's blue, Jason cries. Okay, how do you not notice that? Like, real, like for serious, that's a big part of a meadow. How do you not notice that the grass is a different color? Uh, it's Kentucky, bro. And the sky's green. (laughs) Motherfucker. He's right. And now that you know... I'm fucking blind. (laughs) Oh, shit. I'm colorblind. That's right. (laughs) All three of us are colorblind. (laughs) He's right. And now that you know what to to look for, you notice that the cows are red and yellow, while the flowers are spotted black and white. The colors are reversed. Backward. Where are we? Stacey cries. Who cares? Jason says. I want to go back. He turns around, then gasps. "'The mirror!' he shouts. "'Where's the mirror?' turn to page 60. Jason's right. The mirror has vanished. You can't go back to the little room. "'We'll be fine,' Stacy declares. Professor Shock said all we have to do is get out of here. To get out of here is find something. "'But he didn't say what we need to find,' Jason retorts. "'We're trapped. Maybe forever!' You sure hope Jason's wrong." You stare around. There must be some clue. Something that will tell you what to do next. Then, across the field, you spot a green sign. It looks like a regular road sign. Except, there's no road nearby. Maybe that sign will tell us something, you suggest. Stacy immediately races towards the sign. You and Jason take off after her. Tall, blue grass tickles your ankles. It feels good to run. (coughs) Excuse me. Until you realize that something is wrong... (laughs) The grass is actually tongues, and they lick in your feet, boys! <laughs> You've been running for several minutes, but the sign looks further away than when we started, you blurt out. You and your friends stop running and turn to gaze back the way you came. You've definitely covered some ground. Weird, Stacy pants. Maybe it's an optical illusion, Jason suggests, before you can reply something grunts right behind you. Jump to page 97. There we go. Stacy peeks over her shoulder. Don't look now, she whispers, but there's a bull behind us and he's grouchy. Of course, you spin around at once. Stacy wasn't joking. The red and yellow bull is the biggest you've ever seen. It gleams, its gleat his gleaming horns, rather, must be 2 feet long. They look even bigger because he's only 10 feet away pawing the ground with a nasty glare in his little red eyes run Jason screams the three of you pelt across the field back the way you just came it's after us Jason reports, glancing back we've got to move faster you pour on even more speed but when you uh, but when you risk a look over your shoulder you see the furious bull is gaining on you the faster we run the closer it gets Stacy gasps that doesn't make any sense you think or does it quick run to page 64 there we go turn around you shout huh jason gasps did you happen to notice we're being chased by a raging bull i think i know how to beat him you pant how stacy demands run towards him you exclaim we're in a mirror world things are backwards here like the colors so maybe the chase is backwards too maybe if we run towards the bull we'll get away from him Stacy disagrees. That bitch. That's crazy. (laughs) That bitch. That's crazy. Let's split up and keep running away. The bull can't chase all three of us. Maybe Stacy's plan is better than yours. Nah. If only you had a little time to think it over. But you don't. Quick, make a decision now. Do you run towards the bull, or do you split up and keep running away?
1: Run towards the bull.
0: Yeah, running towards the bull we go at page 105. And we die. Right into the bull's gaping maw. I know I'm right, you shout. Turn around. You're crazy, Jason wails, but he does what you say. You spin to face the bull. He's charging straight at you. His horns look as sharp as shish kebab skewers. What if you're wrong? Or no, what if you're wrong? Too late to think that way. You've made your choice, so you sprint towards the bull. The twins run on either side of you, yelling. You blink. Is it your imagination? Or is that bull a little bit further away? Yes! You shout triumphantly. With every step you take, the bull gets smaller. In a minute, it's a speck in the distance. Then, it vanishes completely. It worked! Stacy cries. I feel sick, Jason groans. You laugh. Let's go find that roadside and see if we can get back back home again. Turn to page
1: 132.
0: Yay! Yay! It worked out after all.
1: Yay! We're dead.
0: (laughs) The sign is as far away as it ever was, but now you know how to get to it. All we have to do is walk in the wrong direction, you point out. Cool, let's go, Stacy says. In a few minutes, you reach the sign. It reads, The palace holds the key. Discover the queen's mirror, and you'll soon be home free. The arrow points ahead into a thick, dark forest. The palace? Stacy exclaims. The queen? Who wrote this, you ask? What does it mean? I think it's for us, Jason announces. I think it means that the way home is through this palace place. No, sh- no shit. Okay, so I just want to let you know that it's hard to read "palace place" really fast because they are almost the exact same fucking <laughs> words, except for a couple choice, except for a couple things like an extra "a" before the "l." And they're, they're that, basically that's they're, <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. They're basically the exact same words. A couple differences.
1: It's just a fucking letter, bro. <laughs> uh,
0: Jason may be kind of timid, but he's pretty smart. Sounds good to me. You declare. Let's go. By walking in the opposite direction, you and the twins are soon in the forest. It's a that's that sounds so weird, man. To walk away from something, but you get closer. It's like it's like you're walking, but the world's moving back. It's so fucking weird to think
1: about. So it's pretty much like you're on a treadmill. You're on a treadmill, yeah, exactly. It's, it's yeah, so that's, Ooh, that's odd. That's, yeah, that's yeah, definitely odd. Um, by walking
0: in the opposite direction, you and the twins are soon in the forest. It's a gloomy place. The trees are so thick that hardly any light can get through them. That's two seas thick. Long, slimy, purple leafed vines choke the path. You hear things moving in the bushes. a loud, deep sound booms somewhere up ahead. It's a cross between a howl and a growl. Turn to page 117. Something's dumping. Something's taking a mad, wicked dump. What's that noise, Jason cries. I don't know, you whisper. <coughs> the sound is louder now, closer. Even Stacy is scared. Maybe we should go back, she says. You stop and glance back. Thick vines have grown over the places you walked. The path is gone. You try to break the vines apart, but they grow back instantly. You gulp. We have to keep going, you assert. <laughs> this time the <laughs> this house is my favorite fart so far <laughs> your favorite fart yes okay it's so loud that that's the... my fart. it's so loud that the ground shake your eyes dart around fearfully you can't see anything through these thick vines what's out there come on jason cries he takes off running your heart thudding you tear after him stacy's right behind you quick dash to page 95 yeah like that
1: a mint part everybody didn't know all right go ahead ahead of you jason stops so fast that you plow right
0: into him then stacy plows into you and you're all plowing on the ground together all of a sudden oh god
1: jesus
0: christ the three of you sprawl on the ground in a pile then you then when you untangle yourselves you make jason uh you see what made jason stop there's a fork in the path well pick it up and keep going on the right, on the right branch, a sign says "Place of Mirrors." A sign on the left says "Lorio." <laughs> <laughs> Lorio. Uh, the the palace. Stacy cries. Let's go. You start following her, but then you remember something. Wait! You cry. Lots of things in this world are backwards. What if the signs are backwards too? I see what you mean, Jason exclaims. The path to the palace might really be the path to the L'Oreal. <laughs> I see what you mean. Wait, no, I already read that. What's a L'Oreal anyway? asked Stacy. Jason shudders. I hope we don't find out. Hurry! <laughs> Hurry. <laughs> St- okay, cool. Stacy urges pick one of the paths. It's up to you. If you think the path labeled Palace of Mirrors will lead you to the palace, turn to page 109. But if you think the palace labeled L'Oreal will take you to the palace, turn to page 102. Where are we L'oreo. going? L'Oreal. Lorio. 102. Okay. You choose the path that says L'Oreal. In this backwards world, you shu- you're you le- you're sure you'll find the palace that way. Aru! As you hurry along the left-hand path, a hideous sound growls... grows... The hideous sound grows fainter. I know how to read. Fuck off. You relax. <laughs> Soon, you'll reach the palace. Then, somehow, you'll find your way home. The problem is, you aren't getting anywhere. After walking for at least an hour, you're still in the woods. You peer ahead. All you can see is more woods. I'm tired, Jason complains. I'm thirsty, Stacy adds. I'm horny, you add. (laughs) You push through a tangle of leaves and then you stop. Oh no, Jason groans. You and your bright ideas, Stacy snaps at you. What's the matter? Find out on page 115. You've emerged from the forest into a meadow. In the center stands a big yellow striped tent. A sign over the tent, Doorway says, see the amazing L'Oreo. The sign on the path wasn't backwards after all. The palace must have been the other way. Let's start walking back, Jason says grumpily. Wait, Stacy exclaims, I want to see the L'Oreo. <laughs> I want <laughs> to see the L'Oreo. <laughs> You're curious yourself. Me too, you tell Jason. You step up to the doorway of the tent. A thin man in a tall black hat holds up his hand to stop you. Tickets, he demands. Where do we buy them, you ask? buy them the man repeats he laughs what an idea you don't buy them i give them to you you should have guessed it's backwards the man hands each of you a ticket have a seat inside he says the loria will appear shortly you step through the doorway the inside of the tent is lined with mirrors and one of them looks exactly like the mirror you came through to enter this backwards world you rush up to it maybe your problems are over turn to page 66 somehow highly fucking doubt it but (laughs) I, i mean go off i guess you gaze into the mirror, hoping to see the world you came from, the real world. Instead, you see... nothing. There is no reflection in this mirror. Behind the glass, there's just... nothing. Creepy, Stacy mutters. What kind of mirror is this? Um, A backward mirror, you answer with a sigh. But maybe we can step through it. Maybe it will take us back home. I doubt it, says uh, Jason says glumly. We still haven't found whatever Professor Shock told us to find. But let's try it. I don't want to go yet. I want to see the Lorio CC objects. Bitch, we're trying to get home. This really <laughs> isn't this really isn't the time or nor the place. Come on, let's sit down. No, let's go, Jason whines. You're feeling cranky yourself. Should you just give up on the Lorio and try to and try the mirror or would you rather wait and uh for the L'Oreal after all? What do you say, Tyler? Are we waiting for the L'Oreal or are we stepping through the mirror? <laughs>
1: uh, let's I'm sorry, do... I didn't know I
0: was here with a speedster. <laughs> Mr. Dra- Mr. Drag Car? Uh, speed.
1: I am speed. And now we're in the Cars universe? Yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway. Uh, let's wait.
0: So, we're going to wait for the L'Oreal? Yeah. Alright, 125? 125. Okie dokie. Shit! I keep missing the page. There we go. We'll wait for the L'Oreal, You decide. You remember what happened last time you stepped through a mirror? It's too risky to try without knowing what you're doing. You and Jason, seat yourselves. Stacy, of course, has too much energy to stay in one place. She wanders around the tent, peering into all the other mirrors. Hey, look at this, guys! She calls suddenly. You and Jason cross to see what she's staring in, or to see where she's staring into. Wait. "'You and Jason cross to where she's staring into a big, strange-looking mirror with a red frame. "'You peek in. "'Cool!' you exclaim. "'When you glimpse your reflections, Stacy's head is tiny. "'Your head is as big as a watermelon, while your body is wide, fat, and very short.'" Huh, <laughs> Fucking same. <laughs> "'Jason is incredibly tall and skinny and, crimp- and crimped like a kringle-cut french fry. "'Jesus Christ. "'It's a fun- it's a funhouse mirror,' Jason cries.' Maybe we could step through it, Stacy says, her eyes sparkling. That could be really fun. Before you can answer, a loud roar splits the air. It sounds as if a whole pride of lions is, appro- lions is approaching. Approaching. Fucking hell. Words are hard, man. <laughs> Go on to page 130. Your stomach knots. Wh- what's that? You stammer. I bet it's the L'Oreal, Jason predicts glumly a huge tan beast bounds into the tent it's built like a lion only bigger its toes are tipped with knife like claws but the thing's claws aren't nearly as scary as its face Wow, burn! it looks like a furry crocodile with a pointed snout and sharp jagged teeth hundreds of them and they're snapping at you the ticket man pops his head through the door here's the loreo was that the voice I used Anyway, he announced cheerfully. Ta da! We've seen enough, you shout. Take it away. Sorry, he replies. It's time for the L'Oreal's dinner. What does it eat? Stacy asks. The ticket man smiles. Kids, he replies. Stacy gulps. Could we forget I asked? She mutters. The L'Oreal ambles towards you, drooling. You glance around desperately. There's a gap between the tent and the grass outside. Can you squeeze through before the L'Oreal pounces? Or should you step through the funhouse mirror? Do you duck through the gap on page 111? Or try the funhouse mirror on page 92?
1: Oh, man. Uh, uh. Let's do the funhouse mirror. you going to do the funhouse mirror?
0: Get you out of danger? Okay, 92. What, what it do, 92? Okay. You'll never make it through the gap fast enough to escape the L'Oreo. Altogether, you shout. We'll go through the Funhouse Mirror. What if it's not that kind of mirror, Jason asks. Then we're monster meat, Stacy tells him. The L'Oreo's hot breath sears the back of your neck. In the Funhouse Mirror, it appears even bigger, more terrifying. Its teeth are, are the size of shovels. It opens its wide mouth wider. It's about to bite your head off. One, two, three geronimo i didn't know you were the fucking doctor damn you shout and dive straight into the mirror jason and stacy are on either side of you to your relief its surface is soft and rubbery your arms and legs tingle as your body passes through you hit the ground on the other side thud thud jason and stacy lay or land beside you you're lying in some kind of wooden platform we're safe you exclaim picking yourself up then you get a good look at stacy and you realize you spoke too soon. Go on to page 24. Stacy has grown. Her arms and legs are like pudgy balloons, rude. but her head is shrunk to the size of an apple. What's wrong with you? you gasp. With me, Stacy demands, her voice is high and squeaky. She sounds like a talking gerbil. I was about to ask you the same thing. Your head looks like a balloon! You both look—you both look like weirdos. Jason screams. You glance at him, then you stare at him. He's become tall and skinny, really, really tall, or really, really skinny. His whole body is no thicker around than a broomstick. Oh Jesus! Than a broomstick. His arms and legs are like pieces of spaghetti. His eyes are two tiny dots in his long, thin head. Thin head—that's a good insult. <laughs> you can't help laughing. The twins look so weird. But your laughing booms out as if it's coming through a megaphone. You reach up and touch your face. You could fit a basketball in your mouth. It's huge, and your head is simply enormous. It's all too clear what happened. Going through the funhouse mirror has somehow changed your bodies. Now you look like your funhouse reflections. At the moment, at that moment, a bank of light flashes on, blinding you. Blink and turn to page 94. What's going on? Jason cries in panic. Where's the door? Stacy yells. Who's there? You demand. Why can't kids understand the to- taste of Cinnamon toast Crunch? <laughs>
1: Jesus Christ, bro. A
0: deep voice squeaks speaks from the darkness. It asks, contestants, are you ready? What? We need help, you exclaim. Your eyes are adjusting, but you can't tell where the voice comes from. The judges are ready, the voices says, as if you hadn't spoken. You're the most beautiful entrance we've ever had. What's with this guy, you wonder? Is he nuts? Is this some kind of sick joke? The lights come on. His head's a scroat. His head is a scroat, oh God. <laughs> you and the twins are the weirdest looking freaks you've ever laid eyes on. This is a mistake, you cry. We didn't enter any contest. Be quiet and look beautiful, the voice orders. The beauty contest is about to begin. Step up to page 103. You hear applause. Contestant number one, the voice calls. A spotlight skewers, Jason. Turn around. Jason shrugs, then turns around, showing off his weird, tall, skinny body. An unseen audience claps enthusiastically. Number two, the voice orders Stacy. Smile at the crowd. Stacy smiles with her tiny mouth and waves eagerly. The applause is polite, but it isn't as loud as it is as it was for Jason. Number three, the voice booms. A spotlight shines down on you. Open your mouth. Show the audience your fabulous teeth. You don't know what else to do, so you obey the voice. The ma- Your mouth is so big, your lower jaw hits the floor. Jesus. The audience yells and hoots. They love you, and the winner is... Pause for effect. <coughs> Contestant number three, the voice Woo-hoo! declares. You've won. It's weird, but you feel almost proud. You wave and bow, blushing all over your enormous face. Then, the stage lights go out. You can finally see the audience. They're funhouse freaks, just like you. Their faces and bodies are twisted and warped, bloated and bent, and every single one of them is gazing adorably, adoringly at you. But don't let that give you a swelled head. The end. God. There's your first ending. Now, we have what looks like four choices of what
1: we can go back to. It wasn't c- even a bad one, either. Like, it wasn't horrible. Like, yeah. it
0: wasn't, like, god-awful. Like, it wasn't, you know... Uh, we can go back to, like, the diversion in the path, with the Palace of Mirrors and the Loreo. We can go back to stepping through the mirror or waiting for the Loreo. We can go back to the country scene or the one that reflects you in the twins. Or we can go back... No, wait. I missed one. Pull the red switch on the robot and try the, the white one. Okay, I think there's one back here. Did I really fucking miss that one? Because I know there's one where you can, like, sneak through.
1: Yeah, under on to, under the tent. Yeah. Uh, is that on 103?
0: 103, let me try. No, 103 was the, the ending we just had. Is it up here? Pull the red switch. Sorry. This is, like, such interesting content, I bet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, some opera so that the audience doesn't hate me nope that's not it man Hmm. so it has to be somewhere in between not that one Not that one. I'll cut all this out, don't worry. Not that one. No. Damn it. No. You know what? I had it. I already had it marked. I just didn't see it. So anyway, uh, or going back to that. So which of those five options would you like to return to, Tyler? Let's
1: do the fork in the road. You want to go back to the fork in the road? Yeah. Take a drink of water.
0: Just, just get the hell out of there. Yes. All right. Yes. Okay, so we're going back to the Fork in the Road and choosing the Palace of Mirrors. And that also takes away... Well, no, we, we can probably go back to that later if we want. Oh, shit, I also missed one here. Oh. What? There it is. Yeah, okay. Anyway, okay, so we're going back to the Fork in the Road. Uh, and you are going to choose page 109, Palace of Mirrors. I'm going that way. You and the twins hurry down the path to the palace. At once, you hear the terrifying howl again. Oh no! Stacy cries, what's making that awful noise? it's following us, Jason declares. He starts to run. You and Stacy tear after him. Ah! Ah! <laughs> the sound grows louder and louder. It seems to be coming up from everywhere. It fills your head. Up there, Jason cries. He points up ahead. You screech to a stop as a huge shadow falls across the path. A shadow as tall as a building with hundreds of arms and thousands of grasping, twitching fingers from behind the shadow, the noise thunders. Ah! Get down, you whisper. Maybe we can sneak past it. You and the twins drop to your bellies and crawl along the path. Then you stop in shock. Now you can see what's casting that horrifying shadow and what's making that awful sound. On page 13, that is. Here we go. A tiny beetle clings to a branch of an enormous tree. It has a gigantic trumpet-shaped mouth. a The beetle booms. ''A bug?'' Jason says in disbelief. You step up, peering at the little insect. ''Aroo!'' it shouts. Your head vibrates like a gong. ''Why aren't you three in school?'' Wait, ''Why aren't you three in school?'' a stern voice demands. You glance up to see a big man wearing a badge. ''A policeman?'' Stacy cries. ''Officer, can you help us find the Palace of Mirrors?'' ''The palace is across the lake,'' the policeman replies, ''but you can't go there now. You kids are supposed to be in school.'' Behind the policeman, you glimpse a wide lake through the trees. Something glitters on the far shore. Is it the palace? Come on, the officer says. I'll take you to school. You hesitate. Is it worth trying to explain your problem to the policeman? If he believes you, he might help you. But your story is pretty weird. Maybe you're better off running away and trying to get the pal- trying to get to the Palace of Mirrors yourself. What is it, Tyler? Are we going to try to help get help from the policeman or run for the palace?
1: oh uh, man
0: let's run from the policeman we're gonna run to the palace and page 121 fuck right 12 fuck 12 right yeah <laughs> so
1: stupid bro I'm so dumb okay
0: that. deep deep hold on did i do that right did i turn to the right page 121 my bad I read the first line and was like, that doesn't look right. <laughs> Run, you shout. You and the twins take off. Stop, the policeman <laughs> pounds after you. <laughs> the lake is just ahead. A blue rowboat bobs at the
1: a-roo- small
0: dock. <laughs> <laughs> Head for the boat, you call. You reach the dock and jump into the boat. A moment later, Stacy jumps in after you. But where is Jason? Help, Jason shouts. You and Stacy glance back. Jason is tripped on a rock. Motherfucker, Jason! Jason! Exactly. The policeman aims a long tube at him. There's a pop, then a net sails through the air and drops over Jason. I've got you now, the policeman yells. Untie the boat, you instruct Stacy. I'll help Jason. You run back to your friend. He's struggling against the net. Hold still, you command. Grasping the net, you wrap it more tightly around Jason's body. Stop it, Jason Shrinks. He's all yours, 12! And then just (laughs) fucking... (laughs) Fucking...
1: God dang, man. Don't
0: don't squirm, you tell him. Tightening the net is the only way I can think of to make it loose. You pull it even tighter. The net falls off. You help Jason up and start running. The policeman is right behind you. You jump into the boat. Row, bitch! You shout. Row to page 55. God dang, dude. Stop! In the name of the sheriff of Nottingham! You did it! You escaped! You and the twins bob in the middle of the lake. On the far side, the palace gleams in the sun. "'Colored light reflects off its shiny side. "'It seems to be made entirely of mirrors. "'It's beautiful,' Stacy exclaims. "'So what?' Jason grumbles. "'It's probably as crazy, crazy as everything else in this backwards place.' "'You've learned your lesson, "'so you row as hard as you can in the wrong direction. "'The boat moves swiftly towards the palace. "'Soon, with a gentle bump, you land on the shore. "'You and the twins climb out of the boat and gaze upwards. "'The palace of mirrors is enormous.' The gleaming walls reflect the lake, the trees, and the sky. You made it. Now all you have to do is find the queen's mirror. Begin your search on page 12. I thought I just said fuck 12. What are you fucking making me do? Nothing. Yeah, really. Not a damn thing. (laughs) You squeeze through a narrow opening between two tall mirrors. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) It leads into an entrance hall. You and the twins walk in and stop, shocked. The inside of the palace is made of mirrors, too, Everywhere you look, hundreds of reflections of yourself gaze back at you. What a strange place, Stacy exclaims. I never saw so many mirrors, Jason says. One of these must be the one we're looking for. No way, Stacy disagrees. They wouldn't keep the Queen's Mirror in some lousy entrance hall. It must be in another part of the palace. I bet it's in its own special room. We should search in here first, Jason uh, insists. It's a waste of time, Stacy Re- retorts, you sigh. Sometimes you feel like a referee. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what we're going to do, you say. If you stay and search for the Queen's Mirror in the entrance hall, go to page 49. If you skip the entrance hall and search the rest of the palace, turn to page 16. What say you?
1: Let's search the entrance hall.
0: Oh, we're going to search the entrance hall?
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: 49 it is. You never know. You never know. That's right, it is backwards, holy shit. You may be onto something. Ooh, I'm an idiot. (laughs) Jason, Jason's right. We should look for the queen's mirror in, uh, in this hall before we go on, you say. You examine the mirrors near you. Some are round, some are square, some have really creepy looking hair. Some are shaped like hearts. You peer into each of them. They all seem ordinary to you. But then, you don't know what a queen's mirror looks like, do you? Maybe the queen's mirror has her name on it, Stacy suggests. It's an idea. You begin checking the mirrors for names, but the only writing you find says, Made in Taiwan. (laughs) When you spot something green glittering in the corner, you step over the mirrors to take a closer look, but all you find is a green mirrored door set back into a nook in the hall. Hmm. Should you investigate what's behind the green door, or should you forget it and rejoin your friends? Ooh. Coming in full circle, ain't we? What are we going to do, Tyler?
1: Investigate.
0: We're going to investigate that door, aren't we? All right. Page seven. Dead. (laughs) You decide to to try the green door. It swings open at a touch of your hand. You step through to another another room of mirrors. But these mirrors are all small and square. They cover the walls, the ceilings, and the floor like tiles. You glance around for the door you step through. Uh Uh-oh. There's no sign of it. There's no way out. Go to page 62. Welcome to the hall of 10,000 mirrors. A hollow voice echoes. Who are you? you cried. You spin around to see who is speaking, but all you can see is hundreds of your reflections gazing at you from the small square mirrors. It doesn't matter who I am, the voice responds. Could you tell me how to get out of here? you ask. I could, the voice says. But that would spoil all the fun. Find the way out for yourself. Let me go, you demand. I never did anything to you. I'm getting tired of being shoved around. Fuck you. (laughs) Calm down, the voice tells you. I'll give you a hint. To escape from this room, all you have to do is find the mirror with a tiny red dot in the corner. That mirror will lead you out. (laughs) Search out one tiny dot in all these mirrors? That's impossible. What if I can't find it, you ask? Then you'll remain here forever, the voice replies. But you start to protest. Better get started, the voice interrupts. There are 10,000 mirrors in here. Quick, go to page 110.
1: I'm going to fucking off myself. I'm going to fucking off myself. You
0: peer into the nearest mirror. Your face gazes back at you, but no red dots. No dots of any color. You examine another mirror. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then another. Then another. You see a dot. No way. That's a freckle. You gaze around in despair, and then you spy something red in the corner of the room. You rush over to the corner. Leaning against the wall is a bottle of glass cleaner. Next to it is a rag. With a tiny red smudge on it. You pick up the rag and gaze at it in despair. No wonder you couldn't find the dot. Someone cleaned all the mirrors. The red dot is gone. And you're trapped forever. Too bad. Dots. Don't yell at me for this. Dots the way the cookie crumbles. R.L. Stein. I will never forgive you for that pun. By the way, the end. That's your second life. Where do we wanna go back to? Let's
1: go back to the entrance hall, the entrance hall again, yeah, okay, skip the entrance Stop line. being a selfish little bitch,
0: okay, entrance hall, and you're going to stay okay, you're gonna skip the entrance hall this time, right? I'm gonna go back. I'm not gonna investigate the door, oh okay, you wanna to go to the door, yeah, uh, that's not it, that's not it either. That's not it either! Okay, here we go. Found it. Okay, so you'll rejoin your friends this time on page 128. You have one more life. Make it count, Tyler. I'm gonna die.
1: I'm gonna die! I'm gonna die! It's gonna be a NEGATIVE!
0: (laughs) Alright. You decide to finish investigating the entrance hall before you try any doors. You're turning back to rejoin the twins when someone calls your name. That's funny. The voice... I never told anybody my name was Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> the voice is familiar, but it doesn't belong to either of the twins. And it's coming from nearby. You glance around. At first, you don't see anything. Then, you spot an old cracked mirror hanging by itself in a dark corner of the doorway. You peer into it. And gasp! A hideous, withered old face stares back at you. It's so wrinkled you can hardly see its eyes. Your heart thunders. There's something familiar about the face. You've seen it before. It reminds you of... Could it be you as an old person? You scream and go to page 114. Calm down, the voice cries. You relax. That's Professor Shock's voice. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's his face in the mirror. Come on, you tell me. You, it's been like 10 minutes and you forgot? Really? Not you as an old person. Whew, what a relief.
1: Well, hold on, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, for him, it's been ten minutes, or yeah, it's, for you? For him, it's been, like, ten minutes. He literally said he was walking for an hour, at least. Wait, when? On a path. Wait, really?
0: Yeah. Did I just... Okay, I'm the one who's been reading, but I guess I don't retain jack shit, <laughs> do I? <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, what, what a relief. Okay. What are you doing in that? Wait, no. What are you doing in there? You ask. I thought that was Professor Shock. It isn't... It isn't really me, he answers. It's my reflection, and it was more trouble than you know to get it to appear. You you don't have time to chat. Please, get us out of here. I can't, the professor answers. You need the queen's mirror to escape. We know that, dipshit, you exclaim, but we can't find it. It's in one of the queen's chambers. The professor tells you the queen's chambers are the rooms full of stone carvings. Unfortunately, that's the most dangerous part of the backward world. Be very very careful when you you wait for the professor to finish his sentence, but his image suddenly becomes begins to flicker. His lips move, but you can't hear his voice. What you yell? Speak up, professor. Turn to page 5. Oh shit. <laughs> Be careful, when me! what? You shout in the mirror. Professor Shock's face in the mirror is fuzzy, and his voice is so faint you can barely hear it. You lean in and press your ear to the mirror. When you enter the Queen's Chambers, the Professor croaks. Do not touch any of her things. If you do, you'll be lost forever. But what about the mirror, you demand? Gaze into it, the old man says. <coughs> Excuse me. It will tell you how... His image flares for a se- for an instant, then it's gone. For good. Shit. But it doesn't matter, you now know what to do now, yeah, you now know what to do. You hurry towards the twins to page sixteen you might you might be getting towards a good ending at like after all, I hope so. Stacy's right. We're not going to find the mirror in the entrance hall. You announce, ha, Stacy looks triumphant. Let's go this way. She hurries out of the mirrored entrance hall and down a dark, chilly corridor. Jason's right beside her, still arguing. You move fast, trying to keep up. After a few minutes, you notice the floor... Shouldn't you tell them first? Like, what's going on before they just run the fuck off, I guess? Yeah,
1: you probably should, but, you know, this is...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, After a few moments, you notice that the floor slants downward. The twins are several yards ahead of you. Putting on a burst of speed, you catch up with them. Guess what? You begin. Who cares? Jason grumbles. All I want is to get... Look! Stacy interrupts with a gasp. She stops walking. You peek past her shoulder, then you stop and stare. You have never seen anything like this in your life. Flip to page 131. Oh shit, that was almost at the very end. The corridor opens into a big cave. Hanging from the ceiling are hundreds of tiny objects. All are made of carved, polished stone. They twist and turn on their chains. The rainbows of color... Sorry, I took all the bookmarks out because this is your last life. I forgot to do that. Anyway, uh, they twist and turn on their chains. The rainbows of color, colored light bounce through the huge room. Cool, Stacy cries. She rushes in. The stone objects twinkle or tinkle. Shouldn't that be twinkle? I don't think they're all just pissing, right? Oh, yeah, the tinkling. Oh, well, the stone objects uh, tinkle as she passes. You glance up to see a tiny horse hanging on a slender silver chain. It looks just like a real horse, but it's made of polished rock. Look at this, Jason shouts. He points to a tiny blue motorcycle hanging just inside the entrance. What a beautiful flower, Stacy gushes, pointing to a red rose. It looks so real. I'm going to pick it. Bitch, better not. Did you just get a piece of advice from Professor Shock? If you did, turn to page 65. If you didn't, turn to page 106. We did, so we're going to page 65. So that's cool. So, if we had just decided to go off on our own before, we wouldn't have gotten to do that. Yeah. Got it. I really like when these books do that. You remember the warning Professor Shock gave you from the mirror. Wait, you cry. Don't touch it. Stacy, Jason shouts. He grabs her and tries to pull her back, but it's too late. Stacy touches the rose. Oh, it doesn't fucking matter. Oh, wait. There you go. Both your friends vanish just like that. You gaze around in panic, but there's no sign of them. They're gone. Go to page 82. "'Stacy!' you cry. "'Jason!' No answer. A moment later, you hear footsteps. You whirl. A nightmare creature stands right behind you. Blue blotches cover its leathery features. Its hair looks more like filthy gray feathers than hair. It wears a long, shapeless black dress draped with strings of carved stone beads. The creature opens its mouth, revealing long, pointed, yellow teeth. "'Who dares trespass in my room?' it demands." You're shaking in terror, but you must help the twins. We we thought this was the queen's room, you reply. I am the queen, the creature thunders. This is my chamber, she tells you. Your friends tried to steal one of my carvings. I punished them. Where, Where are they, you stammer? The queen smiles. It's an ugly, ugly smile. She points to the ceiling. You stare up at the hundreds of hanging stone figures, and then you gasp as you understand what she means. She turned the twins into carvings. What do you want? The queen demands. Think over your answer. If you decide to tell the truth, turn to page 101. If you think a lie would be safer, turn to page 51.
1: You're going to tell the truth. You're going to tell the fucking truth,
0: 101. You ain't going to fool me, R.L. Stein. Damn. We're fucked. You're scared, but you decide to tell... It's best to tell the truth. We we came for your mirror, you stammered. My mirror? The queen screeches. Never! No one may have my mirror. I need it. It tells me everything. We only wanted to borrow it, you tell her. We wanted to look at something through it. The queen stares at you in silence for a moment. This is it, you think. I'm about to become a carving. She makes a horrible face. Then you realize she's smiling. She begins to laugh. It sounds like a cow choking. (laughs) I don't even want to know what that fucking sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) I like your honesty, she says. All right, I'll give you a chance to use my mirror, and I'll restore your friends. But you have to earn your chance. I'll do whatever you say. You ask her as you unbutton your pants. (laughs) Not so fast, she warns. (laughs) This isn't even like it. Not so fast. The task I have to... have in mind is difficult and if you fail she trails off and gives you an ugly smile again your punishment will be my little surprise you gulp sounds risky i'm good (laughs) uh but your friends need you i'll take the chance you tell the queen take your chances on page 126 okay the queen leads you to another smaller room it's piled high with little stone statues uh, where was I? Little stone statues. But these aren't shiny and bright. These, like like the ones in the big cave, they simply look like carved rocks. These are my new carvings, the queen tells you. Polish them! Yeah, I kind of, I saw that coming. If you finish them in two hours, I'll return your friends to their true forms. I'll also let you use my mirror. But if you fail, look out! You glance at the pile of carvings in panic. There are thousands of them. The queen hands you a rag and a can of wax. Better get started, she tells you, cackling. Then she leaves. You grab the nearest uh, carving and start rubbing wax over it. Uh, Gradually, it becomes a deep, glowing blue. You set it aside and grab another. As quickly as you can, you polish carving after carving. You rub wax on a stone apple. A little house, a woodpecker, all of them grow shiny and beautiful. But after an hour, you've barely even made a dent in the pile. Biting your lip, you pick up another carving and start polishing grimly. Uh, Then you notice something very odd about the little statue. Find out what's so odd on page 118. The carving is of two turtles facing each other. But they aren't ordinary turtles. They have human faces. Angry human faces. The turtles appear to be arguing with each other. And you can't help smiling. They looked like Jason and Stacy. Jason and Stacy! Your heart pounds. You, you forgot about your friends after an hour. <laughs> you examine the carvings closely. The faces are your friends' faces. Oh, never mind. That's, that's worse. You're sure of it. This is what the queen transformed your friends into. You found them. But what should you do next? You're tempted to slip the carvings in your pocket and make a break for it. If you manage to escape, you... You have, uh, you'll have the carving with you, and then somehow, maybe, you'll find a way to turn Jason and Stacy back into real, live kids. On the other hand, maybe you should polish the carvings and hang it up. After all, the Queen said that if you didn't polish all the carvings, you'd be punished. Who knows what her powers can do? Maybe you'd better obey her. Quick, make a decision. Time is running out. We polishing or we pocketing? We're polishing. We're polishing. <laughs> rub, 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 dub, dub, dub. All right, on that rock-hard stone. Stud. Yeah. <laughs> you decide your best chance is to do as the queen ordered, so you rub the carving of the turtles until it's shiny and green. Sadly, you set them aside and continue your work. A few minutes later, you deci- you glance at the pile of carvings. Hey, it's only half as big as it was before. Afterwards, uh, afterward... You're never sure if you really polished all those stone carvings yourself, or if some, some hidden force helped you. All you know is, by the end of the second hour, every single one of the carvings has been buffed until it glows. You're hanging up the last one when the queen returns. No! She screams! This is all wrong! You did it! You polished all the carvings! No one's ever done that before! Marry me! Is she going to back on your deal? The idea makes you so mad you forget to be scared. Well, I did... Well, I did, you declare, and we made an agreement. I know, I know, the queen grumbles, she sighs. sighs. All right, I'll stick to it. First your friends, she stabs a finger at the ceiling, then craving or carvings the carvings the carving of the turtles begins to glow green. A moment later, Stacy and Jason stand beside you. You stare at them and rub your eyes. You can barely recognize them. What has happened to your friends? Ask them yourself on page 79. Yo, bitch, you good? <laughs> Stacy, you cry. Jason, is it really you? Of course it's us, Jason replies. But you're so, so clean, you exclaim. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You had me going for a minute, you know? You both have new haircuts and new clothes? Jason and Stacy stare at each other. Then they glance down at the new clothes. Cool, Stacy cries. How did this happen? Jason asks. You got polished, the queen mutters. What did you expect? Um, not that. <laughs> you're really, uh, you're ready to leave this place. You promised us to let us use your mirror, you reminded the queen. She glares at you, then opens a secret panel on the wall. A round, gold-framed mirror appears. You and the twins rush up to it and gaze in. Look, Stacy cries. There are words in it. You peer at the swirling letters in the glass. You're sure the words are instructions for returning to your own world. There's only one problem. They're in a strange writing. Oh, I understand. It's mirror writing. Okay, hold on. Um shit, I can't read this. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, so it says to escape from this place of the world your of of the world of your past um just uh, step backward through a looking glass. So I was able to figure out, figure it out, and it says if you can read this writing, this secret writing, you know what to do. Turn to page 107. If you can't read it, go to page 93. I was able to read it for you, so <laughs> okay, I just dis- uh, sewed that we're going to page 107. Okay. Now you know the secret of escaping from the mirror world. As a kid, I probably would have cheated anyway and just, yeah. like, yeah, I fucking know it. <laughs> well, you, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> all you need to do is step backwards through a mirror. You thank the queen and rush back to the entrance hall. You and your friends turn your backs on the largest mirror, then step backward into it. Was that really, really all we had to fucking do this entire time?
1: I'm guessing it was. I'm a little
0: irritated, not gonna lie. Okay. Uh... Largest mirror and step backward into it. You feel that strange rubbery feeling again, like walking through jello. The next thing you know, you're back in Professor Shock's garage. You and the twins gaze around. Everything looks normal. The mirror leans against the wall. The big colored switches are off. Let's get out of here, you exclaim. You and the twins hurry through the front part of the garage. It's still piled with junk, but you don't feel like doing any more cleaning. You just want to get away from this place. The front door is open. You can see your bike's right there in the front yard. Then... A dark figure looms in the doorway. Professor Shock, and he's blocking your way out. Oh no, you don't! He exclaims. You're not leaving now. Not after what you've done. You mean almost killed ourselves because of your shit? He holds up a strange-looking black box with a log tube at one on one end. He aims the tube at you. Don't move! He shouts. Go to page one sixteen. But she got a cap. (laughs) It turned sideways. You can't believe it. After everything you've been through, this crazy old man has pulled some kind of ray gun on you. We're sorry, you exclaim. We know we weren't supposed to go in that back room. We didn't mean to, Stacy adds. Let us go. Please don't shoot us, Jason begs. Shoot you? Professor Shock looks annoyed. But you made it through the mirror world. No one's ever done that. I must capture the moment. Now, just step into the light so I can shoot a couple of pictures. Then, you can leave. You're not sure you heard correctly. Pictures? You mean that's a camera, Stacy asks? Yes, the professor replies. I invented it myself. It's very special. As he talks, he clicks away. You see, once I photographed you, you can step into the film negative and find yourself in the negative world. I'm sure you'll love it. You've heard enough. Sounds cool, professor, you say, as you push Jason and Stacy towards their bikes. But we have to go now. Maybe some other day. Maybe some other lifetime. But as you ride away, Stacy's already starting to say, It might be fun. Maybe we should come back tomorrow. No way, you shout. I've had enough. And that's the end. Woo! We did it. We got a good ending. Yay! Oh, shit. I bumped the mic. That's my bad. Okay, so what would you think of that book? That was pretty cool, man. It's pretty cool, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, What was your favorite part of that book?
1: Uh, Just how Stacey thought she knew everything.
0: I bet her mom's got it going on. Uh, her name's probably Karen. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Karen. Uh,
1: God damn it, Karen. (laughs) Why are you going to be such a Karen? It's Jennifer. Why are you going to be such a Karen? Damn it, it's Jennifer.
0: All right. Testosterone. Now, as we usually like to do, we like to go through the endings of... The books that we read so if all oh, the all the endings, all the endings okay. that way we know what we missed out on so if you are not a fan of spoilers this is probably the part of the podcast where, get the fuck out yeah where you're like hey peace out bro and that's fine it's <laughs> only a once a month thing anyway we'll see in the other episodes but to those of you who are really interested in seeing what these endings are like i am usually yeah um yeah let's we can get into it pretty soon but no i i kind of like that one i really liked the mirror stuff like i really like that i'm Very interested to like understand the robot type stuff. Mm -hmm. I know this one, I believe, if I remember correctly, this one has a trivia thing in it, I believe. About goosebump book about uh, a goosebump book. Yep, yeah, I'd be fucked. Uh, I could be wrong. That may be another one that I'm just thinking about. But yeah. Anyway, so let's get into it. The list of endings: there are 18 bad endings and three good endings. So you've got one of three good endings. Oh, oh my God! That is such oh a small, That is such a small number of good endings. That's like I think that's our smallest number of good endings yet. Can you imagine if like he made if he made one that was only one good ending? Like that's really fucking shitty Stein. I don't know about about you, but oh my god, I would get it. So, let's go through the 18 bad endings first. Yeah. Okay, first one. You, Stacy and Jason are being chased by a bull in the mirror world, so you decide to split up and run. Ooh. But the bull splits up into 3 and it is implied that you that the 3 of you are killed. All right. Oh shit. Yeah. We got real close to getting that one. Oh god. In the mirror world, you encounter a mirror and think it might be able to take you back to your own world. You smash the mirror in hopes of cross crossing through, but the glass shards rearrange themselves around you and the twins. Your reflections trade places with you, trapping you inside the mirror. So it pulled a let's get invisible on you, basically.
1: What the fuck?
0: Uh, stepping through a funhouse mirror causes your body to become twisted and warped like your reflection. You realize the same has happened to Stacy and Jason. At this point, it turns out you're on stage as contestants in a beauty contest. The judge decides you are the winner, and then the lights come on in the auditorium, and you see that the people in the audience are funhouse freaks, too. We got that one. Yeah. Check that one off the list. You plan to cross the lake, uh, to the palace, but are warned of sharks. You don't believe this, since you know that sharks don't live in lakes. But when you reach the water, you're attacked and eaten by flying sharks. Everything in the world is backwards, meaning sharks live in the sky. Um, you didn't get advice from Professor Shock, so you became a stone carving in the Queen's Chamber after touching one. Yep. So, we all we could have gotten that one, but you picked the right stuff like, very skillful. Holy shit. Yay! You're trying to find a red dot on one of the mirrors in the hall. We got this one, too. Indicating that it's an exit, but someone has cleaned all the mirrors and removed the dot. Now you have no way to escape. Uh, So those were our two bad endings that we got. You lied to the queen about why you came to her palace, but her mirror told, told her all about you. So she knows you're lying. She refuses to turn Stacy and Jason back to normal. You're forced to tell her she's beautiful, which the mirror can't do since it only speaks the truth. Oh, God. That's sad. Apparently, forever, or she will turn you to stone too. Hmm. Okay. After you pocket the twins, you have been uh, turned into carvings. That have been turned into carvings. You try to run, but the queen catches you. She is so angry at you for breaking your word to her that she imprisons you in the Hall of Mirrors. You know that one of the mirrors is a revolving door leading out of the hall, but you can't work out which one, so you're trapped. All right, there's a couple of them that we came real close to. Oh, yeah. Uh, the man with the deep voice turns out to be Agent Jones. We don't know who the fuck this is. Uh, who works for the government. Professor Shock designed designs weapons for them, including the remote control, which Agent Jones was sent to recover from you because it was so dangerous. When you tell him you have pressed a red button, he announces it's too late, you activated the weapon, and something too horrible to describe... Is going to happen any second now. So, that tells me we activated a fucking nuke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Basically. Okay. Uh, I guess we're getting into the ones that, like, on the path we didn't have. Yeah. We're caught in the cycle of chasing your own reflection. Oh, maybe not. Reflection in and out of the mirror. For some reason, the f- reflection is scared of you and trying to run away. You wait around for your reflection to come back, then a crazy monstrosity appears in the glass, a crazed monstrosity rather. You think it's just an illusion, but it reaches out, reaches out its hand and crushes you in its grip. Uh, you apologize to Professor Shock for switching on the robot and offer to make amends for the damage you've caused. It turns out that he likes to watch many televisions at the same time, and the box the robot broke was the remote control for all the sets. Since you broke his remote, he forces you to change the channels and settings for all the different sets manually. You're apparently stuck doing this forever. That's just annoying. What the yeah, fuck, man? That is annoying. Uh, You and the twins try to escape in the bumper cars, but Stacy's car hits into yours, and the remote control gets crushed. You are now trapped in the bumper cars without the remote, you can't switch them off, and they are going so fast that you'll be killed if you try to jump out. Uh, You try to escape the mall by smashing a door, but the noise attracts Professor Shock's robot. It informs you that machines have taken over the world, and you are now all slaves. Oh, God. You and Jay. Oh, God, this is a long one. Holy shit. You and Jason... You, Jason, and Stacy get off the elevator into a funhouse-type place with a giant Professor Shock looking down at you through the glass ceiling. It turns out that somehow you have shrunk to the... You have shrunk and ended up in his pinball machine. Professor Shock plays with the pinball machine, trying to hit you. He cheats and tilts the machine, and you're apparently killed by the ball. This is the ending you get if you have an odd number of letters in your name. How... T-Y-L-E-R. So you would have died. Oh, damn. Or that's first name, uh, G R A N T. So that would have been ten. Okay, so you've been you have been good. Okay, cool.
1: Yay! Uh,
0: your bicycle takes oh. you. Your bicycle takes you into a junkyard and dumps you in a pile of people. You're told this is because humans are considered useless garbage in the machine world. By pressing the fast-forward button, you fast-forward through all the phases of Professor Shock's plan, completing it. Everyone, including you and the professor, has become a machine. Some of this sounds really fucking interesting.
1: Oh, fuck. A
0: laser beam comes out of the remote control and hits your Walkman. Oh, shit. The music grows definitely la- deafeningly loud loud, and somehow you can't remove your headphones or turn the sound off. In desperation, you smash the remote control, it stops the music, but then a spark from the broken remote lands on the Walkman, which causes it to grow and grow, trapping you inside your room. That's bonkers, my dude. What? Bonkers. And those are all the bad endings. Now, let's get to the three good endings. Um... Okay, so, the first one is the one we just... Excuse me, the yeah. so one we just got. So I'll skip that one. Uh, but Stacy and Jason reveal that they and Uncle Jack are cyborgs, and that they used you to nab the remote from Professor Shock. As a reward for helping the cyborgs take over the Earth, they offer to make you a cyborg as well. It's implied that you actually become a cyborg. So that's a that's a good ending, I guess. That would suck. I mean, you're a cyborg, not an actual robot. So you're yeah. just part machine. Yeah. So, but like, still, I would. Can I um? Can I attach a longer dick? Because that is a okay with me. A <laughs> okay. And last but not least, or maybe least, we don't know. The remote becomes useless, and Red can't use it, so the cyborg invasion is stopped. You and your friends cheer, thinking you've saved the day. But Professor Shock tells you, "Uh, the remote's batteries just ran out." He says it's a good thing he didn't use stronger ones. So, we got the only good ending in the mirror portion of the stories. Yay! That is incredible, Tyler. Mm. Oh my
1: god. You already know. You're a <laughs> fucking natural, my dude.
0: <laughs> By the way, I like I I pointed this out in our pod like earlier on their podcast which they've gotten to. No, actually, this will come out before the new episodes we be recorded because this comes out like either Wednesday or Thursday. Um uh, we're recording in our new studio with each other actually in the same room together, we have like soundproofing up and like everything's padded and the lights are cool. And honestly, I love how it sounds in here. Oh, it, like it
1: sounds incredible. Yeah, in there's here.
0: like no, there's like little to no
1: fucking echo. echo that yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah.
0: Little to no echo. The room looks great. Like I'm very happy about this setup we have going on. Oh here. yeah,
1: man, it's incredible for real.
0: Uh, but yeah, what'd you think of that, Tyler? This was, I know this was the first one you were on, like,
1: you were on Running by yourself. Solo, yeah. Yeah. Running um, solo. Dude, this was wild. Uh, I, it was, it was different, especially from the first time since so it, was, it was me and Michael. Yeah, uh, I know. it when, was like one of those things is like where it's, I think it's a lot harder to do when it's, you're trying to, I guess, convene make with somebody it, else. Yeah. Yeah, I noticed, uh, when you we know, did
0: the one with you and Michael, well, he was already tired, but every time we would get to a thing, you would just look at him like, "What are we doing?" And uh, it caused really big gaps of silence because he was tired and there was no real conversation. But I really enjoyed the energy we had here today. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude! And I really appreciate it. But thank you, thank you, everybody, so much for listening to this bonus episode for October. Uh, happy Halloween! We will see you in November. Holy shit! Okay, oh, for the it's a for the next thing. Yeah, oh, a, dang, it's a monthly yeah. bonus episode. Every first, this drops. Damn. Uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. You can find Call Me, or you can find Kinda Creepy on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, where we post decently? Definitely more than what we do with our band. Yeah. Speaking of our band, you can find me and Tyler's band, Call Me Ghost, anywhere you listen to music and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where we barely post anything except for when we come out with a new song.
1: Because um, we're lame. <laughs> you,
0: can, you can follow our band's YouTube, which is a gaming channel called Call Me Gamer. We do a lot of really fun stuff there. Please check us out. Uh, that also has an Instagram and a Facebook that you can check out. Uh, make sure to, to subscribe on YouTube, though. That would really help us out. Um... Also, I am on Twitter at Living Dead Boy One. Come hang out with me sometimes because I'm funny. Occasionally, Tyler streams on Twitch every so often
1: at Bones of Call Me Gamer. That's Bones with a Z. And, and also, I, I forgot that we didn't even mention this. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter as well. Uh, Lunar right. Clips underscore twenty. Uh, that's just the, the letter that twenty. I did. Yeah, no, the, the number 20. The number 20. <laughs> the letter 20. <laughs> the letter 20. The single letter 20. Uh, but yeah, uh, Lunar Eclipse underscore 20. Uh, I am just now getting into the whole Twitter aspect. So I'm more just trying to figure out what I will do as a content creator. What I will post on there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can find me on Twitter as well. Um, also, we have a coffee so that's KO
0: F I slash call me ghost. That goes for the band, this podcast and the gaming channel. We'd really appreciate it. If you're like, Hey, I love these guys. I'm gonna throw them a couple bucks out like their way. Like don't feel obligated by any means. It's a very trying time. And like, we completely understand that it's just there. It's just there. <laughs> like, it,
1: it's just there. Just giving you the opportunity. If you feel like doing that out of your own heart, <laughs> like really what anything like, the reason we don't have a
0: Patreon is because, like, we're not famous enough for a Patreon. We're but, fucking lame. And there are <laughs> there are fees for a Patreon, yes. so if we have nobody bringing stuff in, there's no point in us shelling out for a Patreon. But if coffee gets to be, like, an actual thing and we get people, like, you know, donating and shit like that, we might eventually do a Patreon, which we will then start doing more behind-the-scenes things and stuff like that. I know, personally, me and Michael... uh for that kind of thing, if we ever did a Patreon, we want to do a kind of, like, a book club type thing where we read Fear Street and Goosebump books and, like, discuss them. Oh, yeah. Shit like that. Um, I know there's a bunch of other shit we could probably do. We could probably do specific, maybe not specific streams, like, because I don't like locking a, a lot of content behind paywalls. I think it's a little cheap, but, like, there are, there are definitely things that we have ideas for. Uh, yeah, for a Patreon, but that but will be in the future. That once. would that would be after we get like regular donators on coffee and stuff like that, and we're like, okay, this would be worth it, you know. Yes. Let us know what you guys think about that, and if you want to be the first to drop us a couple bucks on our coffee, that would be um, be a bragging right, definitely. Be,
1: yeah, definitely be bragging rights. Definitely getting a shout out to you for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we yeah we have. Kind of creepy. Call me ghost. Call me gamer. Like we greatly appreciate anybody's uh, kind gestures. Mm-hmm. So anybody that donates, whenever they feel like it, obviously we oh, will show thing the utmost is, appreciation. For that's us. another thing we
0: do is start doing shout outs and stuff. If we ever got like a Patreon, just coffee and stuff like oh, that, yeah, that'd be more, great. Oh yeah, but anyway. That's all we have for you today. Have a great month. Have a very spooky month. It's starting to get colder outside. I'm fucking loving it. We can we you can know. use the hot tub that we have in the new place. Getting all eerie. Getting all eerie. Getting all cool. I, <laughs> I hate summer, so I'm so ready for winter. <laughs> all
1: right. Love you guys, and buh-bye. Buh-bye, guys. Oh, and stay creepy, I guess. Oh, yeah. If you stay are. creepy. Or don't. It's up to you. Daddy?